Why did your phone... <laughs> right as the timer went off. That... That's impressive. Brilliant. Hello, and welcome to Tall and Short. Why am I saying this like an NPC? <laughs> uh, I am Tim, Tony, Sam. With Tim and Tony. Yeah, with Tim and Tony. I am Tony. And I am Tim. <laughs> and this is how we talk all the time. All the time now. <laughs> you are you are really tenanimating right now, man. Shut up! Wow. I know. Listen, this monster is not good for my health. Uh, so I, I continue to drink it. I had one of those earlier, and man, yeah. Yeah. Well, it has no sugar, so that's good for you, right? Yeah. That's how that works. I do the coffee ones. I don't like the coffee ones. Anyway. I do. They, they're they they're my thing. I prefer <clears> them. So, Tim, you want to go house hunting? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> but first, before we do that, uh, I actually I actually want to tell you something. You, I want to say, you were right. You were right about something. Okay. A while back, this was years ago, you went to a Thunder game. And you God, said, and you said, up. and you said, you know, go see a Thunder game. You're yeah. good. It's different. It, but doesn't it's matter. It's a different vibe, yeah. Doesn't matter whether you're, whether you're a Sooner fan or a Cowboy fan, but if you're in Oklahoma, go see a Thunder game. Yep. Pro tip. <laughs> I finally saw my first Thunder game last night. And I was about at the time of this recording. And it was fascinating. It was not the first basketball game I've seen. The first one that I can remember for sure seeing was uh, the Harlem Globetrotters had come through Oklahoma. Yeah, but that's a different. That's a, that, that was more just entertainment, and that was yeah, fun. That was a but, that's a show. Yeah, but this was a full on, and they won. They won. It was. Who did they play? Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, yeah. It was nice. It was a wonderful show, and um, freaking, they. Uh, the uh the, just the atmosphere mm-hmm. just the atmosphere and the everybody cheering on the thunder it was it was truly different like from an outside person looking in like if i were to choose like being a sociologist or a freaking alien from an extraterrestrial planet coming to this planet seeing this go this is fascinating and it I mean, was you are kind of from a different world i i, I way more in ways than one like i truly i never feel like i uh You've never been a sports person. Never been a sports person. I don't relate to a lot of people is the thing. Like, I have such a massive disconnect from a lot of people. It's not even funny. But that being said, that's that how it was. And it it was a fun game. We uh, was I I definitely enjoyed it. And there were some people, you know, cheering on. Like, there was one guy who said, that's my girlfriend's boyfriend down there. I'm like, okay, dude, (laughs) go ahead. Whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you finally went. Yep. So. What were. Oh, yeah. Houses. We're going house hunting now, yeah, Tony. And we're going house hunting. Yeah, I wanted to do my little tidbit about the top of the show. Yeah. Um. So. We are going to talk about. Well. I'll give you this. I'll I'll give you the option. Would you rather go to San Jose, California, or God? I think I'm gonna name this thing Ted or something. Damn it, Ted! Damn it, Ted! My computer is still buffering. Ted Buffer. That's it. This is Ted Buffer. At least it's not Ted Bundy. Oh, oh. you oh. you're the one who made that connection, not me. And I do the serial killer episodes, Mister. I know, right? That's... So that how does that okay, work? Okay, well, out? we're just gonna go to. San... You don't get an option because uh, you... the other one isn't loading. We're gonna go to San Jose, California. Do you know the way to San Jose? What? Do you know the way to San Jose? Is that song? Yes. I don't. What? Did you ever watch Whose Land Is It Anyway? And they had to do song titles. That was one of the song I may titles. I may or may not be currently binge watching it on HBO. Dude. It's background noise while I play Baldur's Gate 3. Shut up. Fair enough. But yes. Okay. Uh, I've got, s- got to load again. We're uh, good. We're sunny good. San Jose, California. Yes. San Jose, California. The Winchester Mystery House. Oh, I'm familiar here. Swinging for the fences. Immediately. Big time. We're going... We are going big. So... And actually, my mother's been to the Winchester house. Has she? Yeah, because she was uh, she was stationed in 
California when she was in the military over uh, there. So, uh-huh. a little background for our out out of the loop listeners. The Winchester Mystery House is a mansion in San Jose. It was once the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, the widow of the firearms, obviously Winchester firearms magnate William Work with Work. I've got it. Come on, come on, Mushmouth. <laughs> William Work Winchester. There you Christ. go. Triple W coming in hot. All right, www. Dot. <laughs> the house became a tourist attraction nine months after um, Sarah Winchester's death in 1922. And it's most well known for the architecture and the pure size of the building yeah. itself. So when I say the architectural curiosity of it, it has it's renowned for having stairs that lead to nowhere, doors that open to brick walls, windows inside the house that lead to other, you know, windows looking into other rooms. Yes. Weird things like that. The lore of that being the and it's probably not actually true, but the the guilt is the guilt of being responsible for so many deaths at the hand of the Winchester firearms themselves. Yeah, the Winchester rifles were a were a very uh, popular, popular, and still are. It's they, it's still an ongoing company, but yeah, they were hugely relied on. I, I would just go relied on in the eighteen hundreds and nineteen early nineteen hundreds for being simple and effective weapons for survival for police work for military use and the the overall theory is that sarah winchester was so overcome with guilt for being married to the man that was you know third fourth hand responsible for all these deaths that she felt like the spirits of all the people that died at the bullets of the winchesters this, their spirits would come and haunt her. So if she was, if she confused the spirits and built a house that was so batshit crazy, well, yeah, that they couldn't find her because they'd be confused and lost, she wouldn't have to deal with it. That would make sense. The ultimate procrastination. True, man. I was I was thinking about the about the Winchester for a minute here, and uh, yeah, when did the company start? Oh God! Um, look that up. The one thing I didn't look up on this. So, the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Yeah, is was established in eighteen sixty six. Eighteen sixty six. Yes. Started in New Haven, Connecticut, by Oliver Winchester, mm-hmm. who was, I believe, the father of. William Wirt Winchester, who was married to Sarah Winchester. Yep. God damn it, Ted. Shit. I had to ask. I had to ask because uh, it took me a second. Like, the Winchester rifle. I had to look up and I had to make sure I had it right. Should be no surprise. Uh, my favorite president, Theodore Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. He owned quite a few Winchesters. The first oh, one. Yeah. The first one being his, being a Winchester 1876. Uh, when he purchased it at the age of 22. Yeah. And yeah, they've got... They make ammunition. They make the weapon... You know, they make the guns themselves. And they range from pistols to rifles to shotguns. And I mean, you could deviate all from there. The different variations of those weapons. But extremely lucrative uh, company. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I mean that Winchester was basically the name you looked for when you looked for a gun if you were going west. Yes, or you were going on an expedition, mm-hmm. like like Roosevelt. Like yeah. I, the the image that pops into my mind of when you say Theodore Roosevelt is him in that pith not not pith helmet but that hat with the tan 
left-hand... Uh, like a raccoon cap? No, no, no. Like, um... Oh, no, yeah. Uh, 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 the, 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 the wide-brim hat. Yes. The, the, his, uh... The, I know the hat you're Not talking about. Not a pith about. helmet, but something some similar. Like a like a very large, like a very wide brimmed. Yeah, uh, and then like the tan khaki yeah. button up. Robin Williams depiction. Yes, yes. And then his Rough Rider gear. Yeah, the Rough Rider gear. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name of the, the of his Rough Rider group, but yeah. in his arms is a, a not a bolt action, but a lever action yeah, Winchester he, rifle. And those were actually part of his um, uh, Rough Rider requirements. Like, that yeah. was the weapons, because he knew... You had to know how to handle a lever-action Winchester. And he knew that they were also very, um, at the time, they were precise. They yes. were very precise weapons. And they still are. Mm-hmm. Like, they're extremely good weapons, and they're extremely expensive. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a Winchester. Yeah. You're, you're buying... That is... You're buying the name. Yeah, that is the Harley of guns. Like, you are buying the name. Mm-hmm. You're not buying the item. Anyway. Yeah, back, back on that, the, back, back on our back away from the tangent onto the Back to stuff. the house. The house is claimed to be one of the most haunted places in the world mm-hmm. because of all the spirits that are haunting Sarah Winchester and yeah. Sarah Winchester's spirit even is allegedly supposed to reside there now. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's it's sort of like all of our episodes we we're gonna end up ruining for ourselves eventually. But why, uh, why was the house built the way it was? Like, did it did it if did it continue or it was the 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 standard lore? And I think what they feed you when you go on the tour of the house is that it was in continual construction for oh god, I saw it just now. Where the it was in continual construction for years and years. So, construction was allegedly in continual in a continual cycle mm-hmm. um, from around eighteen ninety five ninety six um, up until Sarah Winchester's death thirty eight years later, allegedly. Okay, but Sarah, the the allegedly the true story or version of it is. There was always construction to one degree or another, but there were months and months at a time where she wouldn't allow construction because she would have not fainting spells, but she was very prone to exhaustion, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know any other way to really put it because she wasn't fainting and like, you know, passing out onto a fainting couch or anything. Yeah. But it was probably just because all the weird chemicals they used back in the 20s and early 1800s. I mean, that'll do it. Yeah. And that's when all the weird, you know, hallways to nowhere, doors opening to walls would start because she ran out of things for people to actually build. So she's like, eh, just put a a door there. Why? Fuck it. Whatever. I don't care. But the other part of the, and I'm pretty sure my mom told me this because I think she went on the Winchester tour. Mm Mm-hmm. Allegedly, Sarah Winchester had gone to see a fortune teller mm-hmm. and advised her the spirits of the of the dead by your f- husband's hands are coming to haunt you. You must conf- confuse them in to avoid avoid their icy grip of death. Ba- basically, she was told by a fortune teller, uh, if you want to live, spend a lot of money and build a confusing house. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what they tell you on the tours still. Now you're saying that, how big is the house? Uh, ridiculous. They had a, uh. Holy shit. Yeah. I, 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 um. I was like, I was looking for the square footage. I couldn't resist, I had to look it up. Holy crap. How big was it? Uh, initially it was just an eight room farmhouse. Yeah. Uh, and it grew into the world's most unusual and sprawling mansion, featuring 24,000 square feet. Yep. Let's see, 24,000 square feet, 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 160 rooms, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces, 17 chimneys, 
13 bathrooms, 6 kitchens. At a price tag of $5 million in 1923, or $71 million today. That is a mammoth of a house. Uh And I'm seeing an old black and white photo. Like, I've... I really cannot comprehend a house that size. I would truly have to see it in person. Yeah. It looks like it has a little garage in the back and everything, too. Oh, I'm sure it does. And it's... I think people still live in it. Like, and it... I mean, 24,000 square feet, it's big enough where you could live there and you wouldn't see the tourist groups rolling through. Ah, jeez. This is massive. Oh, there's a a horse-drawn carriage right there. Let's uh, go over some of... The features of the house and a little bit of the weird stuff about it. All right. Sarah was actually known to build, rebuild, abandon construction projects altogether if the progress was not meeting her expectations. That, okay. Which, I mean, if you got at $5 million back in that day, you know, why not throw some money around? I mean, she had the money. She had the money, and I can... And and she had guarantees that the money was still going to roll in. And I, it wouldn't, and I wouldn't surprise me if she fired some of the, of her, uh, of the laborers, too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she fired laborers and even, uh, foremen, you know, she's probably hired and rehired crews and management teams all... She probably pissed off so many people, but they were also like, well, she pays really good, so... But in 1897, via the San Jose News, it was reported that she had a seven-story tower torn down and rebuilt 16 times. When you can't keep building out, you can't keep building up, just destroy, build, destroy. Yeah, just Minecraft it, just tear down, build it up, tear down, build it up. Yeah. As a result of her expansions, there were walled-off exterior windows and doors that were not removed as the house grew in size. And that's where those windows that open up into other rooms are from. It's like, we can't we can't take down the wall, man. It's a load-bearing wall. Fine, then just build a room and the, the window is now the door. <laughs> Multiple levels up to five stories were added up to different parts of the home. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ted, Ted's having a meltdown right now, everybody. Ted's pissing me off um (laughs) and you'll appreciate this different design elements victorian gothic romanesque features all thrown in to this house and i look at some of the exterior photos like they all very much have those elements so i'm gonna try and sell this house to you now some of the features of this house are carved wood on the ballroom wall and ceilings you already have me sold. Right. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, very, I'm very easy to manipulate, unfortunately. Very Woods easy to sell. such as teak, maple, and mahogany were used to make... It's mahogany. Maho- of rich mahogany. If, were if, used to make the intricate pattern on the ballroom floor. Large brick fireplace framed by two windows that included quotes from Shakespeare. The second floor has bedrooms that each had adjoining sitting rooms and sewing rooms. So your fiancé would never leave that section. I mean, I would never leave. I'm enjoying this so far. The wall coverings had a leather or metal appearance known as Lincrusta wall coverings. Ceilings had molding, stencil, and faux finishes. Chandeliers from Germany. Ooh. Which my mother actually has two from Belgium. Ooh. Shout out to Belgium. Art glass from Austria. Furnishings from Asia. Paintings from France. An enunciator intercom system. An enunciator intercom system. Yep. So very old timey wire back then. Yeah, to old timey, talk. old timey servant pager system, basically. Speaker, old timey speakers system. Wow. An indoor garden with slanted floors that would carry excess water to trap doors, which had pipes that led the water supply to the outdoor flowers. Oh, that's awesome. Generator was installed for a water. God damn it, Ted. Installed for a water pump and electricity. Because of Winchester's height of 4 foot 10 and health issues, there's also a stairway that has 44 steps that only rises 10 foot. So it's a 44-stepped staircase that goes 10 feet up. So just... So they're they're literally like... Like it's a really long... Because 10 feet is really not that tall, and 44 steps, like, 
I have a stair. I have, I have stairs, and there's only 13 steps to get up a tent. So those had to have been really short steps. Yes. Just doing the math on that one. Good God. Hell, she ain't barely, she's barely lifting her knees. Yeah. And it looks, yeah, from the looks of these stairs, yeah, it's itty-bitty. Great-sounding house, except for all the weirdness. Beautiful-looking house. I'm looking at a colored photo of it, and my goodness. Yeah, I've got uh, the uh, Wikipedia entry pulled up, looking through some of the photos. How dare you use Wikipedia? I know, right? I'm not even citing my sources correctly. How dare I? Oh, my goodness. This isn't college anymore. Nope. Windows were usually pastel-covered, or pastel-covered, pastel-colored. Shoot. This would bug me. Asymmetrical in design. Ah. And sharp beveled. Windows on the upper upper levels. (laughs) Doing great. (laughs) You're doing terrific. Hey. Chronologically, we've done three episodes already. I'm fucking burning. I'm burning the candle on this end. You're doing okay so far. Windows on the upper levels had a spiderweb tracery. Popular design back in the 20s. It looked very Morticia... Spider web tracery? Yeah, like so like you know how stained glass has the outlining? It's the outlining without the stained glass part. Spider web tra uh oh I, I I think I have an idea. Like a window or Yeah, on a window. Oh, okay, I got it now. I got it now. I get it. I see. I'm now I'm looking at. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. It's cool. Um, the windows with the Shakespeare quotes. The quotes are from Richard II and Troilus and Cressida. Uh huh. Let's see. Old Dicky the second. Yep. Any particular reason why she used those? Do you know? I would have because no, I'm thinking of Macbeth. I was thinking ghosts from the past giving warnings. I would think they're. Yeah, there's got to be some symbolism on that. Uh, you go ahead and keep on going through. I'm going to... Um... Deep dive on that one? <laughs> yes. There's claims that the windows for the house were made by Tiffany and Company. The jewelry company. <laughs> you mentioned Tiffany Glass. You mentioned glass. I'm like, yeah. that's Tiffany Glass. That is not cheap glass. Yeah, despite the company rarely ever, rarely ever used beveled glass. That style of windows also found at Cragdarock Castle in in BC, Canada, and there's actually a architectural historian that makes that connection, makes that claim because of the very limited use of bevel glass. Jim Wolfe is the architect historian. He believes that the windows were made by that same company. Wolfe determined the glass artist John Mallon from Alexander Dunsmuir's company, the Pacific American Decorative Company. Mm-hmm was the most likely artisan of the windows. So, she custom had or had custom made windows made by like one of those guys that's so good you don't even know who it is. Like the top guy, one of the top guys. Yeah, one like of a, the guys. Almost like an Andy Warhol <clears throat> thinking on this. And that was sort of a a, a topic of discussion, topic of ar- argument for a while. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But Wolf's theory was actually confirmed when an envelope postmarked July 1894, which had the seal of Dunsmuir's company on it and scribbled note that appears to be in Winchester's hand, was discovered in in the wall of one of the dining rooms that was being restored. Jeez. So they did confirm that, you know, this company, that uh, the Pacific American Decorative Company was actually the uh, manufacturer of the windows. And Many of the art glass windows that were purchased were never installed and were in a storage room. Ah, okay. So she had a Rolls Royce sitting in the back back parking lot that was never used, basically, oh, sort of God. thing. Oh, God. And when you had the money. Yeah. So I actually did my digging on this one. The quote <laughs> from from Richard II is from a prison soliloquy. And it is, end of the line is, these same thoughts peopled this little world. Let's see. It is when it is at a point in the play where King Richard was deposed as king and trying to create a world within his cell using only his imagination, given the context of it. Yeah, given the context, uh, that that tracks. 
And then the second quote is, Wide unclasp the tables of their thoughts. Quote is from Troilus and Cressida, as we did. It's a... Ulysses is basically calling a... This is from a par, in the middle of a paragraph where Ulysses, one of the characters, is calling a woman a slut. Promiscuous woman, I'll say that one. Yeah. After she flirts with a few characters. Uh, but it may have had a personal meaning for Mrs. Winchester. Let's see. Uh, so, feel, the, I found, I, the article I'm reading on this one says... Maybe if it's swapped to read, wide unclasp the tables of their thoughts. These same thoughts people this little world. So possibly it's just a manner of her saying, this is my world. This is my... <laughs> this is my... My fantasy. Yeah. Or so, my prison. Possibly even that. Like, she is very much understanding that the effects of what her husband's company has done has now led her to truly create a prison of her own making. Yeah. Which so. I find fascinating. Cause yeah. it, cause it's like, <clears throat> if nobody just throws Shakespeare without good damn reason. Yeah. And especially specific stuff like that. Y- you got some, like there has to be something. There's, there's a, yeah, there's always a deeper meaning when it comes to that. Yeah. And I, I was like, this is a, this is a, I have to get an answer and, so. I like that idea. I like the thought that, that that makes sense. A lot of different numbers were thrown around, too, like 3, 11, 57, 52, yeah. bunch of crazy numbers, which I deal with a lot of work. You remember how the, the rumor was that a fortune told her told her to do this because of ghosts chasing her and yes. her, her married family's past? And that she had, and that it... Uh, well, what to keep to keep herself alive was to just keep this house in continuous yeah. construction. I'm gonna circle back around on that a little bit, um, but yeah, 38 years of alleged continuous construction until her death in 20 in 1922. Uh huh. But that since has been debunked. She there were notes and you know interviews made that um, sometimes she would take months off of construction so she could rest and sleep and yeah we mentioned that earlier yeah. like having pits having points of exhaustion yeah and then there was a student from san jose state college a bruce spoon um he decided to write his master thesis about winchester in 1951 i believe he actually went and interviewed her because his name sounds familiar um but the reasons for building her home the way she did was to quote unquote keep workers employed and to express her artistic vision. Mm, that's I mean, wealthy, wealthy, eccentric person. Yeah, I mean, if you and had, I, and, and he actually didn't interview her, her, but he worked or interviewed people that were working on the house and actually were friends with her and close associates. Yeah. And then he went and interviewed newspaper. He interviewed interviewers. Yeah, um, from newspapers and magazine articles. So he had as best of secondhand information as you could get about the woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, artistic vision, and she was helping people stay employed. So I can definitely still see yeah. her being very, uh, very you know, the, the eccentric, yeah, the eccentric rich weirdo. Because I mean, and if you, I, I feel like if she did have that fortune telling side to if that part is was actually true i don't think i would be openly saying that Mm -mm. because then no one would want to come work on the house exactly it'd be it'd be that 13 ghosts kind of scenario oh big time my Um, i mean there'll be food and drink and ghosts come now please uh, that would work on you and me but probably not you know normal human beings yeah i did yeah and the thing is, it's also like she was. She was also a woman of the times back in you know the uh, turn of the century, nineteen hundreds. Yeah, and she was a widow. I mean, so and so back then, back then you know, uh, mental health was not nearly as well known as it yeah. was now. So, and I think, not that I'm a psychologist, and I'm not going to try and actually diagnose her. Not going to be an armchair psychiatrist yeah. here. But I would imagine, given. If she was empathetic, as it sounds like she was trying to be... Yeah, very. I would almost say it, she might have had a little bit of, like, survivor's guilt. Oh, yeah. From being 
the basically the heir to a firearms company. I could definitely like, see that. Yeah, and especially if you were, if you lean more on the pacifist side of things, I could absolutely see that being a thing. And her recompense, recompense is a good one. Um, for being in that position was to employ people to just build things. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that too. This is just my own speculation on this one. Yeah, and that's and that's why I sort of preface that with I'm Our, not a psychologist. I don't have a degree in it, but or she may have, or she may have been a very, or she may have just been a very um, eccentric rich person. I mean, when you have the money, yeah. to do just about whatever you want on God's green earth, yeah. you and, can. Or she may have just been high off her ass from all the bad chemicals that they use in construction back then you know lead cocaine in your coke and you know meth in your aspirin arson <laughs> arsenic in the uh arsenic in the varnish yeah like it could have just been that and that may have been where she may have just had a fever dream of oh god the ghosts are out to get me but you know it could have been any mixture of any of that it's again this is just speculation on my part i yeah. and i'm not <clears throat> I'm not trying to um, belittle her. No, I'm not no. trying to sec. But like, no, no, no. The she the may... outcome of her times. Yes, I guess is the best way to put it. That could have resulted in all of these different origin stories for mm-hmm. this house itself. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, but, hell, yeah. it could have been a combination of all those things. Oh, like yeah, she could absolutely. have been, and ex- she could have actually wound up becoming very eccentric with her money. But she, she could did. have gone to a fortune teller, and then she could have had those thoughts in her head, and then all the chemicals may have just... It could have been everything at once. Yes. Anything, everything, all at once. Yeah. I still haven't seen that movie. I haven't either. I watched a review, and I oof, I thought Inception was crazy. I want to watch that, but I'll worry about that at a later time. Um, anyway. So, yeah, overall, I think you mentioned it, 500 rooms at its largest when Winchester died in 1922. She had, the house had 160 rooms, 2,000 doors, 10,000 windows, 47 stairways, 47 fireplaces, 13 13 bathrooms, and 6 kitchens. Yep, I actually found the Winchester website for that one. Yeah. Holy crap. Like, that's a big house. That's a monster of a house. I would love to go, I would love to actually go visit there. And I can only, and I can only imagine, because the thing is, this is back in 1920s, this is back in 1910s, 19... Turn of the century California, essentially. Yeah. So it's not the San Jose that it is no, now. But it that was, was definitely a Great Gatsby level house. Like, uh, holy yeah. crap! When you got the money, it makes me think of. Uh, I don't think you've ever seen it. Uh, it makes me think of the house mm. from Citizen Kane. Mm-mm. You've never, I've never seen, seen Citizen Kane. Um, I do recommend it if you yeah. like it. It's one of the first movies to feature flashbacks. Nice. And it is. Um, uh, really well done. Isn't that the one at the... No, I'm thinking of something else. Um, Rosebud. That's it. Oh, that is Rosebud? Yes. Okay. Because uh, quite truly, the... Uh, here... I'm just going to send you a picture of the of the, uh, of the the house that they... That was quote-unquote constructed for, uh, for the movie. I say constructed. It was, um... It's a backdrop, obviously. Yeah, we don't have to worry about this. This is not this. This is just uh, like describing that. This uh, is he had a. He, they pretty much the character for Charles Foster Kane was a fucking castle called Xanadu. Xanadu. So that's where that comes from. Okay. Xanadu's a yeah. That's yeah. that's just that's what it was called. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to actually watch that now. I think it is a very good movie. Like it, it's 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 really well done. 1941, man. Towards the, and I'll sort of jump up to the 1906 San Francisco earthquake. Uh-oh. That big old beast of an earthquake that killed a lot of people. Uh-huh. Obviously, San Jose's not that far away from San Fran. Yeah. It hit the Winchester house. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was extensive damage. I can imagine. When that, when the 1906 San Fran earthquake hit, the... I'm just going to leave that tab up so it doesn't hit again. Yeah. The La Nanada. La Nanada. La, to Nanananamant. <laughs> 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 when the La Nanada Villa. 
I, which I guess was a section of the house, was severely it was severely damaged. Uh huh. There were rumors that Winchester was trapped un trapped in the house, um, but there was no evidence that she was there. She owned several homes in California, and after the earthquake, spent most of her time at her home in Atherton. 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 Um, that 16 times built over seven-story tower, and most of the chimneys collapsed during the earthquake. That doesn't surprise me that 16 times over, because it's like, <laughs> you've built it you 16... You can only build it, yeah. You can only build it so much, and the thing is, like, you try to rebuild something, it's going to have its faults. It's like, yeah. it's like folding <clears throat> something over and over, eventually it's going to give. Yeah. Um, one entire wing of the house was destroyed along with the along with the third and fourth story additions. Uh-huh. Sarah had the rubble removed, but had little more done to the property after the earthquake, because she died in 22, and this was 1906, so, so she six... was getting closer to the t- back end of her life than anything. Yep. Well, but you know what happened? Well, we all know what happened when that, some of the ghosts managed to get out, because, the, right. because, the, because you know, that area uh, destroyed. Um, it left doors that opened to nothing. Um, where balconies had once been, pipes that were protruding from where... <laughs> lost my place. That were protruding from what were once window boxes and staircases that once led to upper floors ending suddenly. <laughs> my brain is so stupid. You you mentioned, like, the pipe. Like, a, like, the pipe sticking out. It makes me think of, like, when somebody breaks a arm or a leg and, and, it's their, just a and their bone, bone sticks out. And it just made, and then all of a sudden, I was like, it's a leg. And I started to think of SpongeBob. My leg! I hate you. I hate how my brain just does these <sighs> somersaults into so, everything. I, I think a little bit of the doors leading to nowhere and stuff sticking out were from the 1906 earthquake. And since it was so long ago... Some people probably just, oh, yeah, no, doors that led to nowhere because, you know, that's how the ghost got through or got out. Yeah, possibly. A little bit of embellishment on the touristy side, I'm sure. Oh, I mean, if it, gener- <clears throat> if it generates some results. Yeah. The house had become a, a tourist attraction nine, nine months after she died. And how old was she when she died? 83, I believe. Yeah, 83. Oh, my. So she held, so she dealt with a lot of tragedy in her yeah. life. And the last major project she had done was in 1916, and she had an elevator installed to the house. I assume for her, because she may have been wheelchair-bound. Or, she was know. in her 70s by then. Yeah, couldn't walk upstairs, at least. Well, except that, you know, 44-staircase yeah. that goes 10 feet up. That's, <laughs> yeah, no, that, it, so she had a, she had a life of tragedy, the, with, uh, with, with, with with like like she lost self-imposed like, i would believe yeah because i mean she lost her husband and then didn't several other winchesters of the family um mysteriously passed i think seems a little bit like how the kennedys are too yeah it, like, was, a, it was definitely a kennedy situation and it was I, I think a couple of them were suicides by a winchester rifle or pistol's hand or shotgun's hand that's so. I think it's more so the fact that the Winchester family, much like the Kennedy family, was such a uh, dynasty. A dynasty yeah. that death became very um, foreign to them. Not not foreign, but uh, it, it was commonplace to it. Yeah. It's like it's like how <clears throat> it's like how there was all the like there was a long spring in history where Kennedy died. Like one Kennedy died here. Kennedy died here. Like like how JFK and Robert. Both I think were assassinated. And I think this kind of goes your family becomes so powerful. People want you dead for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. With Kennedy at least. So that happens and then people just start immediately trying to conspiracy theory draw conclusions. Yeah. I think that's sort of the same with the Winchesters, you know. They got so rich and they got so off of a weapon. Yeah. You know, that people kind of drew conspiracy theory supernaturally-ish kind of con- lines to it. Yeah, because I, I could definitely see that. I, I, it's just something that made me think on because 
the Winchester is very much as a dynasty legend of itself because that it, yeah. they it got built up. Yeah, it got. I dare I would say, and I'm not a huge. I I know weaponry, but I don't know it so well that I'm not like one of those gun nut guys. But I would say Winchester is one of the names that built America weaponry wise. The Colts single action revolvers, the Winchester rifle, you know, those are weapons that are historical for their worldly value and worldly input. Uh-huh. But yeah, she had she had tragedy in her life, clearly. Yeah, tuberculosis on tuberculosis. Was it TB? Oof. With That's... a couple of them like uh like a uh, her husband. Her husband. William. William yeah, Winchester. William Wirt. He William Winchester. He died, I'm not mistaken, uh, uh yeah, tuberculosis. Mm. That's a tuberculosis is a rough one. Tuberculosis is a rough one. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Post Sarah's death, the house had fallen into massive disrespair and basic and considered to be of no monetary value. That's how far gone it was. But a group of investors came by, purchased the house and the property, and then leased the house out to a John and Mamie Brown who turned it into the attraction it would become. And then they purchased the house outright in 1931. Mm. <clears throat> and they actually added and deleted a lot of the stuff on the house. Like, they actually did their own construction on the house besides restoring it. Uh, before you hop into that, I actually yeah. I, I got kind of jumping a little bit back on um, Sarah Sarah Winchester's like personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to think of her as superstitious, guilt-ridden, crazy, or eccentric. Yeah. She was actually apparently very intelligent, a savvy financial manager. She was very yeah. kind and not superstitious. So, hmm. I mean, I, you can still you can be intelligent and a little eccentric. But yeah, I definitely, I mean, but you. I don't, but I, but I don't think, I mean, look at me, but I don't think that she's, uh, I definitely don't think that she's actually no. as crazy as, um, I, I think any craziness and any claims of insanity or anything, any weird negative connotation to her might have just been blown out of proportion after her death to get Taurus in. And then. Again, you know, whatever chemicals they may have used that may have caused issues yeah. mentally. I mean, again, it's a speculation. Yeah. This is just opinion. We're yeah. leaving that there. Yeah. But um, the first tour guide of the house was Mamie Brown. Uh-huh. And she was the one that started, you know, oh, the house is haunted and stuff like that. Um, and they actually had neighbors, friends, and workers for Winchester actually started making making a stink about it, making, you know, you know, the Browns are making things up to get people, you know, to get money, which, yeah. you know, you do that. I mean, I can see that because that if you can say that, if you can say that this place was built because she was haunted by spirits. Yeah, you're going to get a continual revenue. And then, yeah, and then later on, it's, yeah, the, those people actually claim that Sarah was clear-headed, and savvier with finance and business than most men. It's men denouncing a woman. Yeah. In 1924, Harry Houdini briefly visited the house. Was actually impressed by its weird layout and novel and architectural novelties. I loved Harry Houdini mostly because he's one of those characters in history that's like, was he real? He was real. He was. Yeah. He it, was it, a real person. Yeah. He was also <clears throat> a notorious skeptic who would who would go to seances and he would go, yeah, no, you're bullshitting these people. And he actually, um, helped. He actually, uh, he went up to tour operators and said, Hey, you should call this the Winchester mystery house. Yeah. And that's how it got its name. Yeah. So Houdini's kind of to blame for some of the supernatural implication of it. I mean, he was a showman. Yeah. And, to the as of September 2022, the house is owned and operated by Winchester Mystery House LLC. Nice. So, which is a company that represents the descendants of Mamie and John Brown. Alrighty. 
So it doesn't really have any connection to the Winchester Rifle Company anymore, I'm assuming. Um, they actually have... Or is there something connected? Um, when Keith Kittle, a former Disneyland and Frontier Village employee, became the general manager in 1973, the house was in pretty rough shape. So, so he had the house renovated in the 70s and 80s again. Leave it to a guy from Disney to wind up... And added a Winchester Rifle Museum. Yeah, leave it to a guy from Disney, a former a, a former Disney employee, to re to get everything fixed up. <clears throat> yeah, no, don't don't say that about Star Wars. <clears throat> I'm not saying anything. What? 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 <laughs> Sequel trilogy. What? <laughs> Moving on. He sought. He actually sought historical landmark status for the house and began an advertising campaign including large billboards all along the highways on California. Which this would, that would definitely still get, garner the attraction from a lot of people, billboards and, and on all that. But, despite him wanting landmark status for the house, the billboards featured a silhouetted house with implications that a ghost encounter was possible. So he, it's, it's still a cash grab. It's still a cash grab, it's still a roadside attraction sort of thing. But it's got historical significance to it for a change. Yeah. Um, he played off the history and the superstition that was already circulating. And he was the general... Kittle was the general manager until 1996. So he was the, they, he was the boss man for 20, 23 years. I can math. Yeah, but I was going to say a little over two decades by the sounds yeah. of it. Yeah, 73 to 96. And then there's a book by author... Mary Jo Ignafo, I probably said that, Captive of the Labyrinth. <laughs> she kind of whistleblowed the whole thing. She wrote that tour guides were required to follow a script emphasizing fabrications and inaccuracies. Oh, Lord. According to Ignafo, one guide lamented, I feel so torn because I have to tell people untruths. Every time I go through the house and have to talk about 13s and other kooky things, my heart breaks a little for Sarah. I have to bite my tongue every time I hear guests say, what a nutcase. So, yeah, that kind of... Yeah, no, like that... Now I'm sad. <laughs> now I'm depressed. <laughs> and yeah, that's... I kind of wanted to get to the bottom of it because I had heard all the standard stuff. You know, she was crazy. She She had ghosts haunting her. I was like, that can't be the whole story. And and I ruined it. I have done what I said I would. I have ruined it for myself. Yeah. And then of course, and then, then of course, a notorious skeptic and Yeah. And then of course, <clears throat> and of course, um one of the most notorious skeptics in our time, Joe Nickel, who mm-hmm. you are very who you and I are very familiar with. Yep. Uh, he has been there and he has made the conclusion that the house is not haunted and that it is just a yeah. just a a tour site attraction as there he is ignafo and paranormal investigator joe nickel there he is <laughs> man yeah and they reported in the early 1900s for sarah winchester she started having arthritis she started having teeth issues starting to lose teeth mm-hmm. neuritis yeah n-e-u-r-i-t-i-s became more private more reclusive so the reluctance to show up in public was starting that, to well, that'll become add to the, the crazy lady at the Winchester mansion. It'll add to the mythology of the mansion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just saw this. Winchester's relatives, employees, gardeners, everyone always made claims that she was never superstitious. Yep. She was never guilt-ridden, crazed, anything. She, she was an old lady. She wanted to just fuck off. Let me go live in my mansion by myself, damn it. Some people are just like that. I mean, that's going to be you if you ever come into money. Oh yeah, no, without a doubt. That's me and my fiance. We legitimately have said that we're fine. Who's that with... mustache in the window? We're fine just being hermits. Yeah, we don't mind it. This is okay. So this is really cool. All of her employees were named as beneficiaries in her will. Nice. That's fu- that's fucking, really cool. Yeah, a plus to Sarah for doing that. I'm actually curious. There, there are definitely like people who are still alive of the Winchester family. Oh, if yeah. not like bloodline, but I don't think there's any direct and with obviously there might with them. be one or two like direct lines, but I mean that was 1900. You're gonna have yeah. to go back a few. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like because um uh, 
William, because Winchester, her husband, yeah, I, I, they had a daughter, but the daughter didn't, um, didn't last yeah, so long. I think maybe that's stillborn, perhaps. Yeah, so it's going to be cousins and... It's people who are still out in Connecticut, I would argue. Yeah, or maybe a couple of relatives that may have moved over to California to... Possibly, you know, possibly. Care but... to Sarah, maybe. As for all, she went Sarah actually twice declined to host the U.S. president at the house. No kidding. In 1901, President William McKinley visited and, com- and a committee. That sentence doesn't make sense in my brain. President William McKinley visited and a committee to arrange accommodations was formed, but Winchester did not extend an invitation. In a committee to, what again? Say that again, just one more time. So, McKinley and a committee, so McKinley and a and, group. And his group. Tried to arrange accommodations. Winchester said, nah. Okay. The president and his official coaches drove past the house without stopping. I mean, when you have that much money, you can go fuck off to the president. And then your your boy Teddy. Hello. Visited the area and the legend states that Winchester would not open a locked gate to let the president in. That does not, su- <laughs> that does not surprise me. That does not surprise me. It was uh, not true as the president had no interest in meeting Winchester as stopping at the home could have been used to promote rifle sales. Mm-hmm. He did not want to be seen endorsing any product. I can actually understand that yeah, one. So, I mean, you know, me me saying about him the whole like Winchester rifles was when he was younger. When he was president, he was like he, oh, he focused was a badass. He focused on being president. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and that sort of added to oh she's crazy she won't even talk to presidents as presidents and. <laughs> Presidents. Okay, go, okay, Gollum. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> according to Lur, according to Lur, Armagerd Grushbrumps. That's a throwback for you. According to Lur, architectural uh, features like thirteen bedrooms, thirteen bathrooms, thirteen windows, and certain rooms. Yeah, yeah, the unlucky 13, all yeah. these, there, there's sixes and 52s and all these different numbers thrown into the mix. The first time this superstition was mentioned, printed, anything was in was seven years after her death. Okay, I'm definitely feeling like some... Someone took the audacity, or was audacious enough to, oh yeah, 13 windows, It's they know, took the li- devil lived in this room. They took mm-hmm. liberties. Yeah. There were rumors that she had nightly seances. She had like a, there was like a seance room, wasn't there? Or something there was a, like that? There was probably some room that could have been viewed as, but she wasn't into super, she wasn't superstitious. I would There's love. There's no record of them being held in, in the house. Mm, I would love to actually go just visit this place because, I mean, it's such a massive house. There it is, yeah. There were claims that she had nightly seances in the blue room or in a closet by herself from midnight until two in the morning. Uh-huh. Talking to ghosts about what construction should be accomplished the following day. Heard about that one. Yeah. So, yeah. that I think she was actually a highly intelligent woman that was being philanthropic and was, ah, yeah, build another wing. I don't care. Here's some, you know. Go feed your family. You know, it's 1910s, 1920s on the cusp of Depression, California. Yeah, that was going to be a rough time. Like it, when I think of the when I think <laughs> when I think of the Depression, when I think of the Great Depression, I immediately think of the Three Stooges and a lot of the different like yeah. video uh, 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 movies they did, wherein they're standing in bread lines and yeah. everything else. The first thing that comes to my mind is Dust Bowl, Oklahoma. Yes. And then that photo of the mom holding her hand under her chin with the two kids. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the two images that come to mind. The Grapes of Wrath also comes yeah. to mind. And of Mice and Men, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was... She had, She was... She is what Elon Musk should be, or could be. She was very altruistic with her money. Yes. That is what it was. That's the that's a good term for it. She is what every rich person should strive to be. Mm-hmm. If you have so much money, you don't know what to do with it. Make make goofy additions to your house. Build a staircase to nowhere because it's going to pay you know thirteen guys 
Oh crap, I just said 13. Oh god. <laughs> Tony, what's wrong with you? You've cursed us. It's it's going to pay for, you know, someone's that's someone's mortgage back in that time. Uh-huh. You know, that was someone's meal for the week. You know, that's that's what someone with that kind of money should strive to do is if they have nothing to do, yeah, make something to do. Last thing just sort of pop culture mentions. It's actually the inspiration for the Haunted Mansion Disney ride. That 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 which, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, which opened in 1969 in California. Yep. Um, it is the primary setting for Michaela Rosener's 1993 science fiction novel Vanishing Point. Mm. It's been a ghost story musical by composer Greg Bobler. Bobler. It's been on multiple ghost shows. You know. Ghost Hunters, Paranormal, and doesn't, yeah, yeah, all the, that sort of stuff. The Ghost Bros, yeah, all the, of that. What's up, Ghost? It's your boy. <laughs> In 2017, the house was featured on an episode of Ghost Brothers. There it is. <laughs> it's been mentioned in songs, album covers, album artwork. I'm sure it's a... Uh, you know, a Getty's images background for crazy mansion, you know, type in crazy mansions. That's a Getty image. You'll, pull you'll up. see something there. It wouldn't surprise me if they've actually had, I'm pretty sure they probably had a <clears throat> horror, horror movies that are like, you know, Winchester, yeah. that sort of thing. I can imagine that. Um, 2017 movie or 2018 movie filmed in 2017. The film Winchester featuring Helen Mirren as Sarah Winchester. Just as I freaking said it too. Right. And Helen Mirren. I mean, if I'm Sarah Winchester, I'm going to be looking down from like, all right, cool. Damn. Helen Mirren. Nice. Yes. Absolutely. Good, good on you guys. Supposedly real life events. Yeah. Inspired by Ignafo's Captive of the Labyrinth book. But it's. Probably not. It, I don't, it, th- it, I don't think ha- I've seen Winchester, but. It's Hollywood and they like to embellish the truth a little. And then the biggest one that isn't mentioned i'm not sure why but the winchester name itself supernatural yes winchester's become almost synonymous for me at least now with paranormal which you know obviously historically it isn't Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be at least but it is now not because of her directly but because of the claims and then it evolving into this amazingly well-received and profitable fucking show because of the supernatural tv show yeah so i could see that overall yeah it's i it'd be cool to go see and you may get just from what's that what's that syndrome of like you go to a place you you're told is haunted so you think it's haunted uh just i call it a persuasion or uh the power of persuasion persuasion uh hysteria yeah. A couple of things like that. But, you know, you might get some goosebumps and you might want to hear things you're not going to actually hear. Yeah. You might see a ghost that isn't actually there. But overall, it just, historically, it's a crazy cool house I would love to go visit. Yeah. Have you, kind of speaking on this now, if you have any more stuff to focus on here. Not really. I'm sort of wrapping Winchester yeah. up. Uh. This makes me ask a question. Have you ever have you ever actually been on a haunted tour? Like actual when I say not. And I don't mean like uh oh we're on a haunted hayride, watch out for and yeah. then people jump out and scare you. No, like no. a legitimate like you know, go yeah, down yeah. in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Have you like have you ever actually done that? I have not. I kinda of want to, but I don't I'd have to I'd want to go to like well, not the Winchester house now, but like something of that level of it's not, you know, you know, Billy Bob, you know, with three missing teeth. Oh, yeah, no, there's a guy killed over there. Three, three you know. Yeah, no. I, I'd I, want it to be professional. Yeah. I guess. My uh, my case on it is, uh, I've, I have been on a haunted tour. A couple years ago, um, uh, my my fiance and I, we went to Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. And one, on our first night there, it was a haunted tour throughout a couple of locations in Austin. There, we actually went on to UT campus to a, one of the locations to a to a mansion. We also went into a hotel, which I'm pretty sure I could cover that one uh, in an episode. 
Oh, I'm sure we could just but do haunted hotels as an entire episode. It was, it was really, it was really cool to go walk around all this type of stuff. That we were traveling around in a hearse, like we're traveling nice. in style. Um, it was, it was a fun time. Definitely, definitely worth it. I, I'm a skeptic by my nature, so you know they, the, yeah. the 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 the, the ho- our our guide. He was. It was just the two of us. And yeah. the guide. So he was oh, just, wow. and he was just having it, and you know he was hamming it up a little, having, and but yeah. but I was like, I like it because he was having fun he, with. He enjoyed his job. He was, and it was a lot of fun. There was another tour going on at the same time with another tour guide, and that with the same company, but that tour had like several people with him. Yeah. It was, and it wasn't just. <clears throat> so it was a wonderful time. I I recommend it because. So, so I would. Some of them get into some of them really get into the fun stories. I wouldn't think Aust like if I think haunted tours, haunted you know, not haunted hayrides, but haunted guided tours, stuff like that. I Austin is not on my top top of the list. Yeah, we went to a couple of locations that have been around for a while. We there was an old mansion. There was um, I th- I think the most unsettling one was we actually went into a bar. And we actually, because it's part of the tour, we went up into the um, loft area where they said that there was a little girl who had uh, who was killed and her body was just nope, thrown. I'm done. Oh, nope. Yep. Don't. Nope. 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 Don't say anything more. Nope. Yep. I'm good. That's. Nope. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, the, the stories were unsettling, and I was like, but I had to keep no. my head clear Ghost because children are my frogs. No, I know. I know. <sighs> But yeah, I kept my. I kind of had to keep myself clear because I don't want to be persuaded into. Because that's how I have to keep my. That's how to keep my. That's how I have to be. You got. I've seen the goosebumps, and you're a good six feet away. <laughs> God, I did not mean to scare you like that, man. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you good God. now. <laughs> anyway, nah, but yeah, I I if, do I do recommend like a good ghost tour, man. Like they find find yourself a one and just enjoy. If like and like I said, Austin is not on my top. If I was to go, if I wanted and was capable of going to any go, guided ghost tour thing, Savannah, Georgia. Oh yeah, or New Orleans. Both, like those are my go-to like both very very haunted look both uh, purportedly haunted locations yeah. savannah georgia being supposedly the most haunted city in yeah. the nation and that's that's if i'm gonna go on a on a haunted tour i'm going hard <laughs> with it i like, respect I'm not, that i'm not messing around with oklahoma city you know has a hotel that might be scary mm-hmm. i'm no fuck that i'm going to the most haunted city in the damn u.s you're gonna you're going you're diving headfirst into the shallow end of the pool. That's an appropriate way to put it, yes. <laughs> but yeah, Winchester House. So have I sold you on it? Are you going to buy it? <laughs> I mean, I wish I could afford that house. Right. I'll never be able to afford a house like that in a billion years. But I still wouldn't mind the house like that. I mean, we've established that I very much like the old Victorian aesthetic on houses. Yeah, I do. I love, I think I'm more Gothic style. If I was to actually try and go with an architecture style, yeah. I like Gothic. I like, you know, Notre Dame, gargoyles, the big arch yep. steeples and uh, buttresses and not the ribbing, but that sort of. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd love to visit. And I'll send you the the pictures I want to post, or I guess I can just take them and post them. Yeah. When I get to that point, but oh yeah, these episodes, uh, I we I keep forgetting to put this up. We oh, do okay. we we share photos with this on our Instagram and Facebook. So yeah. please check us out there. Like yeah. we mentioned that we have an Instagram and a Facebook at the end of every episode, but these up these photos that we. Photos that we usually will yeah. send we, to each other. We try to coordinate them in chronological, like how we mention stuff, but with, you know, with it being one subject and it not being really canonical with anything, like with the Winchester House. We're we're just gonna throw some some of the cooler pictures or some of the pictures that are 
in, more pertaining in relation to the topic. Yeah, probably throw a picture of Sarah with yeah. Chester up. There's yeah. a there's a portrait, maybe her her and her husband, possibly. Yeah, but yeah, man, that's a cool. Sc- there's I would yeah, if I had the money, I would totally buy this house. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, so I think that's about all I got on Winchester. Yeah, I yeah. I wanna, I'm, that's on my list of places I want to visit. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just wrap this up. And uh, Tim, you want to tease the next episode since you're going to take the the handles on that one? Yep, take the handlebars for it. All right. <laughs> yeah, we got our our next episode. Uh, yep, we're def- we're a little bit further into December now, so it'll be this for this episode for the next episode. So I figure. We're going to be focusing on a holiday figure of great lore. It's kind of obvious on what I'm thinking here, everybody. <laughs> but with all that being said... Frosty the Snowman. I'm going to get it. I got this. You'll get it. R- Rudolph. Eh, we're getting close. Closer. But that being all said, that being all said, Tony. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Tall and Short with Tim and Tony. The elf from that stop-motion animation that wanted to be a dentist. Uh, I don't know where he came into this, but... That's my guess. Yep. That's it. Oh, yeah, I'm Tony. Hi. Yep, and Hi. I'm Tim. There you oh, go. Oh, right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> definitely hope that you enjoyed our little house haunting hunting. Haunting house hunting? I don't know. We'll figure house it out. House haunting haunting? Even when we're ending, we still kind of mess up a little. I love it. It's the monster, man. It's, it's, it's I'm jittery. Let's see. I'm high on but, caffeine. But, uh, you know, don't, let's see, uh, follow us on socials, on Facebook and Instagram. It's where we'll post all these photos that we have of all this, you know, photos related to the topic at hand. Once again, I want to give thanks to Brittany Miller for our, uh, for our logo. And then, uh, you can also email us at tallandshortpod at gmail.com. That is T-A-L-L-A-N-D-S-H-O-R-T pod at gmail.com if you also you can also just find it down in the show description so we've got that on our youtubes and our various uh, podcast platforms send us suggestions on what to cover next or if you have an argument for us about something or if you have personal stuff that you know or have encountered yeah nice nice little updates like please contact us and you know tell your friends like rate and review drop a comment all word of mouth helps keep podcasts going and we would really greatly appreciate it from everybody um and before i go don't uh don't 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 try to build a giant house to appease a bunch of spirits yeah because that's a movie and we saw how that went yep watch 13 ghosts that's great (laughs) but once again everybody stay tuned once stay tuned for more tall and short take it easy everyone ho 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 bye